Hi, welcome again to Pinnet USA's weekly podcast. I'm your host for this evening. My name is Danielle Lavand. I would like to thank all our loyal listeners for tuning in today. And if you're a first-time listener, welcome, and we encourage you to like, share, and subscribe. Let me take a moment to introduce co-founder, president, and CEO of Pinnet USA, Mr. Shalon Sipio. Welcome. Hi uh, to everyone, welcome back. Uh, mad love to our listeners, to everyone out there. Um, special shout out at this time to Andrew Hopwood, um, the Title 19, all of the other members of the board, etc., that are you know, working with us right now, potential partners. Uh, mad love to you all and uh, this is going to be uh, one of the short episodes that we're going to have today uh, where we're going to talk about the how we how we can constantly pivoted and changed uh, our vision not really our vision but you know slightly our direction our focus etc uh, as time evolved and everything evolved around us so when Pinnet USA was born, uh, the pandemic had just, the pandemic was still going on, but the pandemic was, you know, you could see the end of the pandemic near. So we had to, the initial plan would have been, we're going to sell online, we're going to link with these type of themes in which case it was the NBA, uh, because they still played their games, they played in the bubble. So this was our thinking. Putting it together, we saw changes in the market. We saw, we initially were going after the US market, but then we saw as travel opened up that there was a lot of travel also in Europe Canada, as the pandemic passed, was opening itself up to, you know, multiple types of workers, uh, more visas being given out, Canada easing up visa restrictions for some people, uh, you know, Mexico, South America. So it was time to look at launching, you know, and going after everything on a bigger scale. Uh, our system is in over 3,000 airports globally. So we came to the recognition that we didn't have to make a USA or North American launch, but we could go for a global launch. Right. So that was the first sense of pivot. Then we had to look at uh, who our audience would be. Because now the audience that would be traveling may just change a bit, you know. Uh, so we had to really look at, you know, who would be going back out to work because uh, homing pin is not just for airports. So now there would be rails, in effect. There would be more taxis, more buses, people traveling just across the state, etc. So it was not necessarily people just taking planes. And that was our next pivot. 
So here we were, you know, literally doing a dance with the vision, the business plan, and where we wanted to go. Uh, that's just a testimony to that, you know, a company is basically an, something that's alive. And, you know, it has to feel the pulse of the market that you are attempting to capture. And our market constantly changes. Correct. Travel also, you know, started to change. Uh, these these are travel uh, companies, you know, that operates where, uh, you know, small travel agents were getting back into business. Um, airlines were now looking at, you know, filling their airlines once again. Cruise ships were starting back to operate. So all of this now had to be reincorporated differently into the business plan. So now the business plan started to expand. With the business plan expanding, of course, that means your budget is expanding. And now you need to figure out where do I advertise to get the best bang for the buck. So here we are with an ever-expanding business, you know, a business that is changing not the business changing, the customers changing, and if the customers change, then we need to change. If the market changes, then we need to change with the market as well. What we also realized with the ending of the pandemic is dormant you know, companies, or what you thought were dormant, had plans to restart. The pandemic came, it shut down these plans, but now they're going to open back. Now they're going to reopen. So now you need to cater for all of these type of companies reopening and see how you would place yourself, how you would fit in, how you would be marketed. You know, hotel chains that were on hold were now coming about. And hotels, again, means more travel, whether it's local travel, international travel. So you, we again had to change how we were looking at doing it, where we were looking at, um, and adjust to that. You know, it meant, you know, we needed more personnel. Uh, we need, either we needed more personnel, more reach. Uh, you know, maybe Amazon alone is not going to do it. And at the same time, Walmart decided, hey, we're going to get fully into this online business as well. So here it is, there's another avenue and another way to reach more clients, you know, more customers, more clients. And how do we do this? Do we do this on our own or do we do this in partnerships? So we started looking for more key global partners. Uh, this is where we want to take it. Uh, we have a global product. So we started looking at partners that are global, meaning the things they do are going to be either taking up going abroad, going globally, or even across a whole country, large countries like the US, Canada, Brazil, you know, South America. So this is it where we have been constantly pivoting. Yes, there is a part of the company that is looking at everyday stuff and looking at maybe the next six months. But at the top, the leadership team has to look at what happens in a year, in two years. 
uh, the economic plan in the U.S. seems to be working. So more people are going to have some, you know, funds in their hand, able to vacation. All of these things we need to take into consideration and plan now for a year, two years, three years, five years ahead so that we're not making sharp pivots, but we're making smooth curved turns and we're negotiating these bends uh, because we, we, we are foreseeing them. We negotiate these bends smoothly so it's not necessarily a hard pivot or it's something that catches you off guard. And this is what we have been doing from the onset. And this is something that we plan to keep doing. You know, so everybody has to have this in mind. Everybody on the, the leadership team has to keep in mind that everything is changing. Uh, even with endorsements, NIL came about. So college athletes were able to take, you know, use their image, their likeness, and also receive uh, some sort of monies in exchange for that. So that opens up a whole new grassroots type market that is also accessible to us to use, uh, you know, to get our message out, to get our, our products message out, that sort of thing. Uh, it allows you to have, you know, a bunch of mini spokesmen, spokespersons, sorry, all over rather than, you know, you pay big bucks and have this one big spokesperson who may not reach the grassroots, the, the little neighborhoods, the small towns with your message. Right. And we intend to be your friend and found, not just for, for people with big travel, but for the mom that has taken her, her kids to school and the lunch kit didn't come back or a couple books didn't come back, you know, the, the book bag didn't come back and someone has found it. We want... The, you know, mom to have some sort of assurance that someone finds it, they report it, and she can get that back as well. So it's not just, you know, catering for, you know, the people who have the, the money to travel airline-wise uh, regularly or anything like that, but for, you know, every day, you know, you go to Little League and, oops, you forgot the bag when you were coming back home. Anything like that, you know, a college kid who has left something on campus, you know, who has misplaced something uh, near to campus. You know, we want to cater to everybody. So we keep looking at the changes, forecast it, see it, so that we don't run into it and that we can pivot, keep changing our messages, keep changing and adapting to the ever-changing world, this very fast-paced technological world. We need to keep changing and try to at least uh, be right there with the change as it happens. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, because another place that a lot of people tend to lose items would be like camps. When children go off to camps for different things, you know, things tend to get left behind. They forget to... Uh, a bag, a bag uh, tents, yeah. different things, sleeping bags and so on. So, you know, once those things are properly labeled and tagged, there's always a higher possibility that they can be found and they can be returned. But it's important what it is you said, Sheldon, about 
the strategies of the company constantly revolving, constantly changing because I was speaking to a CFO recently and she was talking about the power of being able to look down the road. Sometimes we just look at what is happening now and we can miss down the road. We have to keep in tune with current trends, look at the news. It depends on what your product is. It depends on who your audience is and our audience is everyone because everyone forgets things, everyone loses things, you know, and I think what we have is a very simple product and one that everyone can use. Yes, um, you know, we've made it simple, not too much technology, you know, so, you know, no batteries, you don't have to have, you know, NFC and all of that. Once it's something that was lost, uh, you know, someone finds it, they can report it to you. All they need is an internet connection. Correct. So there's no tracking. Yes, it, it's not going to track you. We know, again, surveys, not everyone wants every time they look at, you know, to be tracked. You know, people take off this tracking on their phone, etc. Because they don't want uh, anyone else knowing or, you know, people knowing exactly where they are, where they went to. But you still would like to get back something if it was misplaced. One of the things I really like about how our tags are designed is that you have the website number and, sorry, the website, the name of the websites to go to, and you have a number. So at no point in time is your identification revealed, like those paper tags that will give your name, your home address, and you have that sense of privacy. Sometimes it could be uh, a personnel who is involved in sports. They lose one of their luggages and you don't want to have random people calling to try to meet up with you or to try to extort anything from you. I mean, it's totally secure and the finder never knows who the owner is. Yes, we have that where we keep your anonymity so that you're anonymous to the person who finds it uh, until you contact them. And even then, um, you know, you can send someone else to get it. We are going to be engaging Lyft and Uber to yeah. uh, retrieve things that are lost uh, across the U.S. and Canada. So we, we keep, we, we look at that because uh, you don't want somebody finding these tags, these paper tags and knowing that you've left home for a week or knowing that you're away from home, that things like that. That is also not safe because now it leaves your home open to anyone uh, who has found this tag somewhere and realizes that you're gone. Correct. Uh, I know this is supposed to be a short, so I'm going to try to keep it short. <laughs> right, that was a lot of information. It was very useful. I'm sure our listeners would have enjoyed and really take a note of some of the key points that you would have highlighted during your presentation. And they keep coming back for more. We have noticed also that on the different podcast sites, for some of them that we can actually see behind on the back end, 
that our numbers are increasing. So we just want to thank you all for continuing to have faith in us, looking out weekly for our podcast, different information. And I would like to really apologize for not having Mr. Wilde here. We know we promised he was going to be with us this week. However, he was kidnapped by his wife <laughs> for a weekend and a nice long vacation. May not be that long, probably about a week or so, Sheldon. Yeah, he's uh, going to be away for a week. Uh, when uh, Martin returns, he is going to do uh, part two, probably part two to part 100, so <laughs> that we will have Martin back. We know Martin is, is a sensation, a really uh, funny, you know, a really chipper guy, you know, a great sense of humor and wit as well as a, a intelligence and a lot of emotional and business intelligence behind them. Yes, for sure. So we look forward to having Martin back with us very soon. Just keep tuned and we'll give you some updates. Don't forget, we also look forward to getting your comments. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Let us know what topics you're interested in so we can do a presentation to pique your interest. Like share, subscribe, and visit our website for any updates that you may think relevant. Yep. Like, share, subscribe. Check out Spotify, iHeart, Google, uh, Buzzsprout, Podomatic. We are on all the, you know, the usual suspect podcast sites. <laughs> All right, Sheldon, I thank you so very much for joining me again for another informative podcast that we share with our listeners and the public. We thank um, Homing Pen, we thank Pennet USA team, thank Title IX, Pennet USA, their departments, they're doing an amazing job. And everybody, all our well-wishers, all our pa uh, partners, and we just want to say, have yourself a great weekend. Stay tuned. Make sure and check the weather before you go outside. If it is here in the Caribbean, it's really, really hot. Some places have, you know, heavy rains. So stay tuned and we look forward to chatting with you again. Until the next time, take care.